Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. So there's at least one thing in life that we are superstitious about. If it's not Friday the 13th, it's something else like 21% thing breaking a mirror or walking under a ladder can legit cause bad luck. Or a black cat walks in front of you. That one I don't really believe in as much, but I do Plus I have a black cat, so. But I do think the mirror, I think I get nervous when that happens. But I'll tell you when I am my most superstitious, Jeff, Yep. is when the Bengals got a big game like they do on Sunday oh, night. Oh, I'll bet you. Like, I will do whatever it is that I feel like, you know, I like these earrings that I have on, my, we'll just say brother-in-law Jason made these Bengal Tiger earrings for me, and I have worn them for the past however many games in a row. My, my Joe Burrow candle, it will be lit. Yes. It's been lit for every single game. And I don't know how I liked your candle in the beginning because if you remember, in the beginning you lit it and they lost and I was like, bleep the candle. I know. A lot of people told me to bleep the candle. Isn't that funny though? Like the community really believed that the Bengals' fate... Relied on rested on a homemade Joe Burrow Catholic candle that I bought at an an antique mall. Yeah, but I That's remember, a lot of power, man. I know. Yeah, I remember one time, a long time ago, Jeff, we did like a phone call thing on the air here after the Bengals had lost a game. And it was like, why is it your fault they lost? Yeah, exactly. And it was people that were like, I didn't wear my socks or I yep. forgot. Remember, we opened up our bag of chips. We had a bag of chips at our tailgate that no one had ever touched. And then all of a sudden, we invited someone, an outsider to the tailgate, opened the chips. And we were all like, no! <laughs> and they lost the game, and we were like, "That's it. That was the reason. Brenda, it was your fault." But isn't that funny? Like how you, you you might not be superstitious about anything, except for something like that, where you feel that you're responsible for whether or not your team wins or not, mm-hmm. <laughs> even though you have nothing to do with the nope. game whatsoever, other than watching it. Well, now yeah. the same people that told me don't light your candle. Why? Put it out, Tim. Put it out. Are are now saying you? Because I take a pick of it every game. Here I'm lighting it, and I, is it lit? Is it lit? You better have it lit. It's lit. Yeah. Some people feel like it's it's just a, a series. Like it's it's a collective of all these all things the energy. combined. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, then totally. everybody has to. You know, you got to wear those earrings, and you got to light that candle. All right. I gotta. But, I don't know what but I got. It works. It makes us feel better. Okay. You know. Like, for example, if I'm standing at a spot in my house, like, say I'm home watching the game and I'm standing in the spot and they score a touchdown when I'm standing in that spot, I will go back to the spot and stand when we have the ball. So I'll be attending my first Bengals game with Joe Burrow as quarterback. (gasps) Oh, yay. God forbid if they lose. Nothing will happen. It's going to be great. Just don't say that. 
Don't put it out there. However, on okay. Monday, I will be coming after you. Don't put I know. it out there. Yeah, you're going to blame it on me. Don't I'm put kidding, it out there. I'm kidding, Hashtag I'm Dalton I'm Swoop. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, oh God. That was so that funny. Was our fault. That, was the, that was the greatest Jeff and Jen oh. failure of all time. That was our fault. Yeah. Long story short, we made some Dalton Swoops. We handed them out to the tri state. Yeah, these up, little paper hats. And he ended up getting hurt. They were basically like a Burger King crown, but they looked like Andy's red hair. And it was yeah. just our way of showing love for Andy Dalton. Yeah. You know, there was like a little dance that we had, we and printed, it was like a big thing. Oh my God, we and wrote a song and did a music video. Printed, printed 1,200 of them, broke his knee. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Oh my God! He was out for the season. Yeah. We were out. We spent like a whole week going all over the tri-state, handing them out to people, taking videos of them. And we're so excited. We go to the game. <laughs> this poor son of a gun breaks his knee, and it's and over. You know what? We've never. We every time someone's like, "Well, maybe we should." We're like, "Don't, Don't swoop!" Yet. Right. <laughs> Who day? <laughs> it is seven fifty-five. <laughs> is coming. Shut it out with new windows from Universal Windows Direct. Hi, Tim. Right now, buy one window, get one free. They also do siding, roofing, and doors. Call 513-755-1800. Check out uwdsouthwestohio.com. Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They've got that brand new home effect. Universal Windows Direct. Charles Barkley. Uh... Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley thinks everything is terrible. You might not know that because he says it like this. Oh, no, that was terrible. That's a terrible, terrible play. Where did the vowels go in that word? Huh? What's he doing? Saving them for the home game? A wheel of fortune? I would not like to buy a vowel. Consulates only. That was terrible, terrible, terrible. You could not play Scrabble with Charles Barkley. What are you going to do? Challenge when he puts this down? T-R-B-L. What's that? Terrible. What's that mean? It means horrible. What's that mean? It means really, really bad. It's terrible, horrible knucklehead. He always sounds hungry, too. Uh, you know, for example, in the NBA, there's a team called the Denver Nuggets. And they always make sure to say Denver, because if they don't, they know they're going to lose Charles. Like, what do you think of the Nuggets? Oh, I thought they were pretty good for dinner last night. <laughs> I had some honey dipping sauce. That was crazy. C-R-A-Z-A, crazy. What's that? That's a triple word score. You just lost again, fool. That's Frank Caliendo with Jeff and Jen. He does some great impressions, including Charles Barkley. He sounds just like him. Yeah, who is very entertaining to watch, you know, looking beyond football during March Madness. 
And so we have that to look forward to. 727, weather-wise, blustery and colder today with on and off light snow showers to contend with as you're heading into work this morning and wind chill factors in the 20s. Uh, your official high today is 35, and that's kind of where we're sitting right now, 35 here at Cincinnati's Q102. The most trusted profession and the least trusted profession. We'll tell you what they are, plus 10 things men can do freely, but women are often judged for. It is Friday, the 13th of January of 2023. We're Jeff and Jen, and here it is, your news that didn't make the news on Cincinnati's Q102. Before we get to those stories, uh, let's talk about Friday the 13th for just a moment. Are you feeling nervous? I am a little. I didn't really realize it was the 13th until I got to work today and had to write down the date. I feel no more nervous on Friday the 13th than I do if it's a full moon. None of them ever seem to have any impact on me whatsoever. Mm. Uh, But one out of five people feel a little nervous on Friday the 13th. Here's a quick roundup of Friday the 13th nonsense. A recent poll found that 19% of us think that Friday the 13th is legit, genuinely, really bad luck. So almost one out of five people are true believers in that. Um, We're going to have two Friday the 13th this year, by the way. The next one is in October. Fun fact, there's always at least one per year, but never more than three per year. Hmm. Uh, And then the next time we'll have three Friday the 13th is in 2026. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the word for a fear of Friday the 13th is impossible to pronounce, and it's 23 letters long. (laughs) And I'm going to try to sound it out for you. Looking Looking at this word... Fear of Friday the 13th, if you Google it, you, you try pronouncing it. I'm going to go for it. Periskevi decatriophobia. Oh, that sounds great. I think you did great. People in the hallway yesterday were trying to say it, and nobody said it that nicely, Jeff. Yeah. Well, he's a voice guy, you I, know. I, so am I, but I messed it up. <laughs> I could be butchering it and not even read Paris Periskevi decatriophobia. That sounds good. Is that on Google? Did I'm sure if you there? typed it in, just type in how to pronounce it, and then type that word. Yeah, like if you go to the translator, or yeah, it'll go. Too, it'll tell it'll you. give you a little play button. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's see. I'm gonna pull this up here. Fear of. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I have a fear of Friday the Thirteenth. I think I just am a little more anxious. I just really, I don't think anything of it. Full moon, though. I'm all in. That that bleep is real. That's for sure real. <laughs> Now, how does that affect you? It doesn't affect me. I think it just affects the world. Like, kids get crazy. ERs get packed. Dog is on high-intensity, like, freak-out mode. Alert. Mm -hmm. Yes. It affects the tides. People drive, like, bleep holes. People already drive, like, bleep holes. I know, but it's just, it's a little more (laughs) on those days. A little more. Paris catriophobia. What? That's not right. She didn't say it right. She's a liar. Well, that's not even a real person. She sounds like Prince Harry reading her own book. Mataja. Paraskevadakatriophobia. That's what you said, isn't it? I said Paraskevadakatriophobia. You did it correct. You sound way better than she does. You should submit your voice for the pronunciation of this word to Google. 
Oh, thanks, Fritchie. You should. That's nice. Yeah, if you're not superstitious, it's a good day to fly. Because according to Kayak, kayak kayak.com, Friday the 13th plane tickets tend to be cheaper. Really? Yeah, because no one wants to cruise around 30,000 feet today. Yeah, because people are nervous flyers already. And then when they say it's Friday the 13th, they get even more nervous. But I'll I'll share this fact with you. A study in 2013 found that it's actually a safer day to fly than average. Friday the 13th today is a safer day to fly than average. Statistically, it's safer. That said, the plane crash from the movie Alive happened on Friday the 13th in 1972. Oh, that's where they ate each other's parts. Yes. Oof. Uh, if you don't care about bad luck and you're just hungry, Wendy's is giving out free French fries today with any order. You just have to order online. They're calling it their Friday the 13th. Ah. That's cute. Clever. But it's available tomorrow, too, and every day for the next week. Okay. So... Let's talk about the most trusted profession today. If you were on a first date and you found out the person worked as a telemarketer, mm-hmm. would that change your opinion of them? Um, I, I don't know. I don't think so. I think I'd probably go, man, they got some patience. Yeah. I immediately would probably would go into like, so do you hate that job or do you like doing this? Well, I knew someone who worked... For a telemarketing firm that that pretty much their only job, like their main contract was for some kind of like, you know, so-called natural herbal supplement that was supposed to be some miracle cure for something. I forget what it was. But anyway, uh, the, the, the FDA went after him or something for false claims. And there was an investigation launched and. You know, the company ended up shutting down. And I, I just remember, like, you know, the position that she was in, like, you know, we're in the telemarketing business. This is what we do. This is our client. And now all of a sudden, you know, our our business is shutting down and affected by the, fe- you know, through no fault of our own. We're just mm-hmm. we're just working a contract here. You know, a job is a job. We're just reading the script. Yeah. And I feel that way. Like, if you can hang in there and be a telemarketer, I mean, I feel like you're really going to give our relationship a good effort. Spend mm-hmm. most of your day just sitting there with the phone ringing and going to voicemail or people just hanging up on you. Yeah. Uh, that said, an annual Gallup poll found that telemarketers or telemarketer is the least trusted profession, or at least it's way down there. They don't ask about every job in the world, but of the 18 jobs listed, telemarketer ranked last. Uh, only 6% of Americans rate them as more honest and ethical than average. And the next least trusted profession is being a member of Congress. <laughs> Rest of the bottom five, uh, car salesman, business executive, and people who work in advertising. That's funny. Uh, the nurse was the most, voted the most trusted profession for the 22nd year in a row. And then it's doctors, pharmacists, high school teachers, and cops. Okay. So there you go. If you are a telemarketer, don't feel bad. Don't fret. There are a few jobs that I suspect would have ranked lower if they had been included, like pornographer. Oh, yeah. What about collections? You know, I worked oh, in... Oh, you co- did that. Oh, I, my God. Yeah. I worked I in collections that. for a year. Yeah. And I'm. I think that sometimes, like, I didn't have... 
like for me, I got really stressed out about it when people were telling me some unfortunate situations and I still had to be like, well, can I have 37.50? But like I, there are some people that work in collections that are super into collecting and kind of cutthroat about it yeah. sometimes. Well, because they go into it with the attitude of like, hey, you know. You, you owe you, us money. You owe us money. You, this, is, this is our money. You spent it. Yeah. You chose to spend this money. Yeah. You got I'm, yourself into this mess. But I'm wondering if what the person, like if you had that same survey with somebody that worked in collections versus telemarketing, like how they would feel about that job. Yeah. Good question. Or if you were, say, the president of Russia. Yeah. You're out of here. <laughs> A Nigerian prince. Yeah. A CEO of Twitter. I don't know. Yeah, Somehow geez. I don't think telemarketer would be at the very bottom of the list. Okay. Uh, so, ladies... It's not fair being you. No, it's not. Not ever. There's a thread online where people are talking about the things that men seem to be able to get away with freely, but women are often judged for. Like shaving their head. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Remember when Britney Spears did it, everyone was like, now she's really gone off the deep end. We're well, done. There were some other things that led up to I'm that. I'm just saying... When she did it, that was when people really, really were like, uh-oh, uh-oh, sure. uh-oh. Yeah, I I think it looks really cool, there's if, a lot of, if we're being honest. Yeah, there's a lot of women who, like, do, like, the buzz cut for whatever reason, like, yeah. keep it really, really short. I think it looks cool on I some do people, too. yeah. Yeah, my, real, my really good friend Sarah, she does, like, a high and tight kind of fade where she's got, like, a little bit longer on the top, but then the sides and the back are kind of shaved. Yeah. Uh... Careful you don't say the wrong thing, though. You might end up with Will Smith in your face. Keep my wife's name out of your mouth. <laughs> you got it. Remember what sparked that. Uh, not shaving or maintaining their body hair, including armpit or facial hair. Now, this is something that I am on board with. I just, I don't know if I like seeing women with really long armpit hair. Hmm. Or shape, or or like really hairy legs. I just don't know if I like the way that it looks. But I mean, if you want to do it, knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't bother Again, me. There's something else that does not bother me for some reason. Like if she had an entire chinchilla coming out of her armpit, that wouldn't bother you. No, I don't think it would. Wow, she doesn't. But I don't know. Maybe she should try it. Grow it out. See try what happens. See, yeah. Uh, here's one going to a bar alone. See, a guy can go to a bar alone without being judged for it usually, but I, I guess women feel that it's different for them. I also think that it depends on if the woman is confident going to the bar alone, because like me, if I go to the bar by myself, I'm just going to sit there, order my drink, play on my phone, maybe get an app and be fine watching the game by myself. But sometimes when women go to the bar alone, because I think they feel like they're being judged by others, they get very like anxious or antsy and kind of like it looks uncomfortable for them. Yeah. I don't feel like they should be judged for that. No. If you could go anywhere by yourself. Go. Go. Yeah. Hmm. You probably don't spend enough time with just yourself. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, eating large amounts of food at a restaurant. Yeah. Y- using profanity or or raising your voice during an argument. Yeah, because when I do that, I all of a sudden am crazy. 
where you can do that, you're like powerful and yeah. really getting your point across. But if I got to go that route, it's different. Uh, sitting with their legs wide apart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Why would you want to do that? Jen is like that sometimes. She likes to straddle the chair, which I don't think is a very ladylike way to sit. But See, sh- you're judging her for something that you would not judge me or Tim for. Because I just think you're not supposed she's to wearing like that. Leggings, nothing's going to be showing. But everything's Your out. mother taught you when you were little. I think so. That's not very ladylike. It's not. All right, how about this? Work-related travel. Uh, people might say, oh, how could you? How can you leave your children like that? Doing all that traveling for your job. Yeah, it's true. They uh, They don't judge it when... They don't judge the man for doing that. And I try to normalize that with my daughter. Like, I'll be like, you know, mommy has to travel for work sometimes. Like when I go to New York for Broadway or like when we go out to dinner, I'll be like, mommy has a work dinner tonight. You know, just so she knows that those things happen Mm -hmm. for Mm. women. We need to normalize it with our kids, too. Yeah. Do you ever just like make up trips like you're not really, you know, leaving (laughs) town? You just. Like when Scott and I go to an all-inclusive and I'm like, mom and dad have a work trip. Or, work know, trip. You, you want a little weekend at the 21C downtown? Yes. You know, I have a work weekend. Sorry, honey. It's for work. It is. Well, you know, because if I told her we were really, I have to lie, because if I told her we were really just going out for fun, she'd be like, well, why aren't you taking me? Yeah, I want to come. I want to come. Mom, I like fun too. Yeah, she does. And I'm like, you know what? We have fun with you all the time. This is a work trip. All right. How about taking your top off in public? Yeah, why? Is that illegal? I think so, if you show your areolas. I don't think it's illegal. I just think Americans are prudes. Well, I think it's illegal because of the... the, But why is your nipple illegal? I think it is. I think if you show the areola, it's nudity in public. Okay, but this is crazy because, you know, there are plenty of men out there who, you know, have chests that are larger than some women Mm -hmm. that... Well, I'm not going to say nobody would bat an eye, but they wouldn't They wouldn't get into legal trouble. They wouldn't get cited by a cop. Yeah, but I think if you went to a swimming pool, just say any swimming pool, and a woman walked around without her shirt on versus a dude with bigger breasts, she's going to get called out and he's not. Right, but that's what I'm saying. That's right. what's messed up. And I'm not just talking about society. If you take a flat-chested woman and uh, a man who's, you know, Got some man boobs. Right. And they're walking down a street together. I mean, that's messed up that a cop is going to write her a ticket, not him. Yeah. You're telling me that's what this story is all about. Physical signs of aging, including gray hair and wrinkles. Yeah. And that's another one that we always deal with, too. Like men get more better looking with age and women have to get Botox, which is also crap. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Passing gas. Oh, yeah. It's funny when he does it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, that's something that our house that I think because my boyfriend was raised with, you know, two brothers and his mom and dad, they always like he and my daughter always, always, always talk about farting. Like if I pass gas, my kid will be like, mom farted. 
And I'm like, why is this a big deal? Like at our house, we never talked about farting. Like you, it was just because we had three women and one guy. And so it was something that you kind of did in secret or we called it a putt. We never said the word fart. We never talked about it. And now it is so normalized at my house. It almost makes me a little Everyone uncomfortable. Does it. So that's one of those things that, because, you know, as a parent, uh, you know, we observe and we hear things and, you know, we know Penelope and, and you're doing a great job as a parent. You are raising her well. I feel like and, maybe. <laughs> you know, you talk about your, your different parenting techniques and how, you know, you never uh, baby talked her as an example. And just things that I think are, are, are really great. You know, things that you probably picked up from your parents and things that you picked up in other places along the way. And But there are a handful of things like this one in particular that you've just kind of lost control of. Yeah, I've succumbed to it. Where, where you look and you're just like, I'm, I'm not going to win this battle. And I don't, and I just, you know... I want to win the other battles. So talking about farting is not that important to me. Like if You're going to let this one go. I'm going to let it slide. Just Everyone like farts, farts. <laughs> and at a certain point, she's going to bring it up when it shouldn't be brought up. Oh, and she she'll learn. All the time. She'll all learn. The time. Yeah, my mother couldn't let any battle go. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she would just dig her heels in, man. Yeah. I Didn't matter how old you were either. I don't know. I feel like the bigger battles are yet to come when you have a daughter. You know. When oh, no question. Yeah. So I'm like, well, yeah, I'm going to save the sanity for later. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. just going to bank this one. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Wow. All right. We got to take a quick break. It's 744, Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q102. Uh, looking for your best who day. We want to hear it. Uh, check out our app. If you listen to us on the app or if you happen to have the app handy on your phone, there's like a talkback feature at the bottom of it that you can press and record your voice because you guys are doing some kind of little uh, stealth project right now. Mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. We don't have time for a mom and pop spot, but we're going to get this stuff together. Okay. So, yeah, download the app if you haven't already. Search WKRQ in the App Store. And that uh, talk back button again is uh, right. It should be right there at the bottom. Yeah. Like I believe you click the word feedback and that's how you can get to like you can email us. You can call us. You can send a talk back. Yeah. And you're looking for like the loudest or the most creative. Like Just what's the criteria? Yeah, what, gonna do whatever you're feeling. Fun, whatever you feel yeah. like. you need. However you, you want to root on the Bengals. Yeah, like if you want to do a. <laughs> like Joe Burrow said, he wants the fans to be electric. So whatever your definition of who day electricity is, bring it. Put it on there. Okie doke. Seven forty five. Jeff and Jen, Cincinnati's Q one hundred two. Let's see. We got second date update coming up here in the next ten minutes. But first, another check on the roads. We got Denise Johnson standing by with your latest traffic. Thanks for listening to the Q one hundred two Jeff and Jen Morning Show podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.